Uh, now, one of the remaining interesting Oscar films that I got to see very recently was Foxcatcher. That was up for Best Picture, I think maybe Best Director, and um, certainly the acting for Steve Carroll and Mark Ruffalo as well. It's a film about the DuPont family, uh, particularly the heir to the DuPont chemical uh, fortune, one of the richest families in America, I think actually the richest family at some points. Uh, John DuPont... <clears throat> And uh, he ended up, well, I won't say what happened because I deliberately didn't find out, but um, basically it's a true crime drama and it centers around the very, very odd story of the eccentric and quite difficult John DuPont played by Steve Carroll, who's a massive wrestling fan, not WWF wrestling or any of that stuff, but Olympic wrestling. And he got the Schultz brothers, who are both Olympic gold medalists, to come and work for him and to try and win uh, an Olympic gold medal in Seoul. And, uh, they were current world champions. Uh, one was a very venerated coach as well. And it follows the relationships. First, when uh, Channing Tatum, who's the younger brother, who's got a big chip on his shoulder about the influence on his life and overshadowing by his older brother, played by Mark Ruffalo, who was David Schultz, um, had on his life. He's a very bitter man. He's um, a difficult man. In fact, he's actually, if you watch the film, not that much easier to get along with than the John Dupont character played by Carol. And they form this very strong bond over the initial first half of the movie in Pennsylvania, hanging out in the Dupont family mansion and becoming um, a wrestling coach. He, he wins the world championship under... Uh, this whole sort of guise where where Steve Carroll's character DuPont actually sort of takes on more and more of a role in training the the wrestlers and he's a qualified trainer as far as I'm aware and he even gets into wrestling himself although when they do that in the movie it's alluded to the fact that he may win because of money and that he may have facilitated his own victories um it then follows the introduction of Channing Tatum's older brother Mark, played by Mark Ruffalo. Sorry, Dave, played by Mark Ruffalo, and that triggers a lot of psychosis between everyone involved. The relationship between Channing Tatum and Steve Carroll starts to really break down, and Channing Tatum starts to feel very threatened by this overshadowing presence of his brother. Now, in the real world, it ends in tragedy, but I won't go into that in case you're watching it. It's one of the most acclaimed films of the year, and uh, did it deserve to be where it was at the Oscars? I don't think it did. It's a stunningly made film. The direction is excellent. The cinematography is superb. It shows um, Pennsylvania in winter, and it looks stunning. It's fabulously shot. It's very moody. Uh, the direction's superbly nuanced. Um, and its main calling card is three outstanding performances which are worth watching on their own. Steve Carroll is truly frightening and odd uh, as DuPont, and Mark Ruffalo is excellent as a brother. Both got nominated for an Oscar. I feel really strongly that Channing Tatum was hard done by here. His performance is the equal of the others. He's a truly strange man in it, and very difficult and very withdrawn, and you never quite break through. Um, he never got any nod from anyone but he is actually the star he's in it far more than anyone else's um, where I didn't like the film so much is it's completely unengaging it's it's very sort of dour 
It's uh, miserableist and it's somber in tone and it's very dark, but it doesn't quite engage you very much. And the other thing is, as a character study, it works brilliantly, but the true crime element is like somebody has just dropped 10 minutes of another film in. It has no impact on what's happened and doesn't inform what's happened. And you don't really find out anything about it either. You don't really get any sort of idea as to to why this person would be driven to do this, other than the fact that maybe he went off the rails a little bit. Um, and I think that's where the movie fell down. I was looking at the list of films, and I thought you could easily replace Foxcatcher in the best movie category with the brilliant Jake Gyllenhaal film Nightcrawler, which was another very dark look at the human psyche from a, a very negative angle, but a, a twice as good a film. And Jake Gyllenhaal not even to get a, a mention for it either as well. Um, so Foxcatcher, I think, is worth a watch, but it's not a film you'd enjoy particularly. Um, it's really worth watching for the interplay and the nuanced psychology going on, but it's more of a, a, an experiment in psychology than an entertaining or enthralling movie. So I'm going to give it 7 out of 10 for Foxcatcher. This is the Japanese band Boris from their last album.